Starburst Radio is sponsored by Arrow Films. Check out the latest releases on arrow.co.uk. Somewhere in space, this may all be happening right now. An adventure unlike anything on your planet. The story of a boy, a boy, and a universe. space saga of rebellion and romance. It's a spectacle, light years ahead of its time. It's an epic of heroes and villains and aliens from a thousand worlds. A billion years in the making. of Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m., exclusive to Fab Radio International. Welcome to Starburst Radio with uh, me, just me tonight. Well, for now anyway. Uh, I'm Martin, I'm the assistant editor, uh, the main editor and the owner and the, the big head honcho is uh, having a raz in, in Vegas as he told you all last week and uh, hopefully uh, after the break at half past we might have him on the blower telling us what he's been up to. But anyway, thank you for joining me and keeping me company and uh, and everything like that. I hope you've enjoyed that intro. I love that. That was that was fantastic. And he's Mike's going to regret leaving me in charge of the uh, of the music this week. Uh, we've got the emails up and running. So if you want to email in studio at fabradiointernational.com, uh, please do because without that <laughs> we're going to be stuck really. Uh, after the news at 10, which is not the ITV one, uh, we're going to have our wonderful uh, Andrew Polly Pollard joining us uh, via Skype, assuming all the technology works. Uh, so that's going to be good too, isn't it? So, uh, yeah, but we've already had an email, which, to be honest, has just made my evening, uh, because if you've listened to the... If you're listening to the live show, which you are doing now, and not the podcast, you would have heard that wonderful music. And the email is appertaining to this film festival we have coming up in August because we may have mentioned it last week briefly in passing that we are doing a film festival uh, and this wonderful man Mr Mike Caldwell he emailed in and said uh, don't forget it's never too late to book the man they call the Ask your friend of mine Mr Robin Asquith for a live commentary of Horror Hospital uh, to be honest I would book him in a second. I've seen Mr. Asquith plenty of times live and I've talked to him and he's a very, very nice bloke and he's so, so funny. Uh, some of the stories he can tell, uh, certainly not for children. And uh, yeah, it's, I think if we, if we got him, that would be the headline. He should be the, uh, the headline act as far as I'm concerned. 
But anyway, let's let, maybe not. Let's see what Mike says about that. But I would love it to have him there because uh, that would be brilliant, as you could probably tell from that music, uh, which uh, Mr. Asquith's uh, film was uh, featured in. Uh, we have a magazine, the Starburst magazine, which is going on sale tomorrow, the brand new one. Uh, I have one in my hand right now. That is what I've got in my hand, believe me. Uh, and it is a big one. It's massive and it's dead thick and uh, and it's got a lot of substance and it's wonderful. It's very colourful. It's got loads of great stuff in it. We talk all about the new X-Men movie, X-Men Apocalypse, including some amazing stuff about the background of the film, background of the other films. This part one of an enormous, a massive uh, two-part comic retrospective by Mr... Andrew Pollard, which is, uh, you know, it's fascinating and uh, not at all mind-boggling, honest, because uh, we all know about them wonderful timelines. Uh, yeah, and it's it's packed. There's uh, the new Alice Through the Looking Glass film is previewed, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows. Uh, we look back on the, the world of Warcraft since Warcraft The Beginning is due out and that looks a bit rubbish. So we're actually looking at the the reason the film is there as opposed to the film. Not that, you know, we're biased or anything because, you know, it might be good, but let's be honest, it's not going to be, is it? Seeing that trailer. Uh, yeah, so anyway, that's, that's a little bit for tonight. Um, but we do need you, or I need you, please, just email in and give us any suggestions. We've had loads of stuff happen. We've got news, which we'll do in the second half with Mr. Pollard. And uh, we had the new Suicide Squad trailer. Did you all see that? What did you think? Did you see the Doctor Strange trail trailer this morning? What did you think? Email in and let us know. Because without you, I'll just be blabbering on to myself. And uh, nobody wants to hear that. Believe me, nobody wants to hear that. So, studio at fabradiointernational.com Please do email in, even if it's just to give us some abuse, because, well, to be honest, that's what we get every week. So, I don't, I don't want to feel left out, to be honest, because I've been left in charge. I've been holding the baby, you know, and I'm not very good with babies. So, yeah, so let's just see how we get on. And, uh... So anyway, how are you? How are you all out there? Is it is it good? Is it going well? It's it's uh, it's going well for me so far. Not anyway. This is uh, <laughs> this is something different to happen. It's not the normal uh, Starburst Radio because you might notice one thing. I've actually said something. I've managed to get a word in, and uh, you know, not that I'm complaining, but you know, this Mr. Rice does uh, does like to rant and rave. And uh, you never know when he uh, when he rings in on the uh, on the half past or whatever. Uh, he might have uh, a little bit of rant. He might have he might fill in uh, his weekly uh, bell end of the week slot. You never know. So so keep keep tuned just in case something libelous happens as usual. Uh, well, not not that it usually happens, but it sometimes does. So where can we go from here? This is, uh, this is, God, this is really, really, really bad. Uh, yeah, we are just in the middle of 
putting together the next issue, which is a strange thing, I know, because the new one only comes on sale tomorrow. Uh, but we're already way ahead, so my head's all over the place with with things that are not happening yet. So so let's uh, let's have a look before we get into the uh, the main bulk of the news later on at what's been happening, shall we? Uh, if you may remember last week, uh, we had a little bit of news about uh, Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man film from uh, from the new uh, sort of Sony Pictures thing from the uh, the, the MCU. Uh, we 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 revealed it was going to be called Spider-Man: Homecoming because they'd uh, registered a, a domain on the that internet thing. Uh, and it's been confirmed today that that is indeed the title. So you heard it here, probably about third, not first, but you know. So yeah, we uh, we're always sort of like lukewarm with the news on this show because we don't always get to it. Uh, so that was good. That was proof uh, proof that we're not you know just mad. Well, well, yeah, we are actually, but but yeah. Uh, oh, Mrs. Denge has uh, emailed me. Thank you very much. Mother of Denge, one man in the studio. Hello, yes. Sorry to hear you're all alone tonight. I would just like to complain about Luke J. Luke J. Spafford Esquire wanting to hunt, hunt down my son Denge and push him into the Manchester Canal. Saying such a thing could only one mean one thing: Luke is the Yorkshire Dipper. We now know. So there we go. One of our wonderful Twitter followers, Mr. Spafford. Esquire is the Yorkshire Dipper, according to the mother of Denge. Thank you very much for that, madam. And uh, I think that might not be really mother of Denge. I think Denge is, uh, well, certainly fabulous anyway. But uh, So, anyway, moving swiftly on. What could we talk about? Let's uh, let's just see. Mr Pollard has, has texted me because he's he's brilliant like that and he agrees that we should book the ask which is mr robin asquith and yes i do i think we should i think he just if nothing else it's going to be great to have a drink with him because he is such a he's a nice bloke but he can talk and he can tell you some really really funny stories about them 70s and some of the stuff that they went on uh, back in the day and if you're a bit confused about what the um well, the thing was with with the seventies and Mr. Asquith and all them sort of things, he 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 performed in a lot of what were called uh, sex comedies, uh, which to me is very much our ballpark. We are the longest running magazine of cult entertainment, and you don't get more cult than than these sort of like little elitist uh, sex comedies from the seventies. There may not be. Uh, spaceships and things like that although there was a few that were set in space and and had uh, lots of uh, rockets things going off but uh yeah i think cult is very much the thing stuff like that the carry-on films and things like that very much cult very much uh, as far as i'm concerned my ballpark and uh yes if if i had my way we would have a column in the magazine about that sort of thing uh it might be a large column, it might be a small column, but we would have one, and it would it would stand proud amongst all the rest of it. And uh, yeah, so there's nothing wrong with that. So anyway, 
we will get hopefully we will get Mr Asquith if not to the festival we'll we'll get him up and we'll do him at Fab or something like that because uh, we have uh, little things going on at the Fab Cafe occasionally and that would be really good to have him there I think I think actually think you would all love it so but that I'm a bit biased but you know we, we will get there and we'll have it the festival itself will take place in the end of August it is the 26th to the 28th of August which is also Pride weekend here in Manchester and it's a wonderful wonderful venue I've had a walk around it uh, when we was looking to ch- sort of check it all out and get it booked and things like that it was it's a wonderful wonderful venue and it's going to be amazing and I, I'm obviously I'm a bit privy to things that I can't reveal but yeah it's going to be it's going to be really 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 good it's going to be something for, forget any price or anything like that you can't put a price on what this weekend is going to be uh, I don't know whether that's underselling it overselling it or what but it's it's, it's going to be great so I think have I shilled enough I don't know because last week we we were accused of shilling a lot and uh, indeed that was the name of the podcast which if you go onto iTunes you can download and keep forever in a, a cut out and keep manner and and yeah we will have that oh, I'm sorry I've just been distracted by a wonderful email from Mr Paul Mount which uh, so well, I'll read this out now before we go and have our break and we should have uh, Mr Royce afterwards so let's let's just see what Mr Mount says uh, have any of your fabulous listeners see he knows you all because uh, Mr Mount has been on the show himself and he, he knows how great you all are uh, been watching the series eleven twenty two sixty three, based on the Stephen King novel, which uh, was started airing on Fox this week. He's he's just been writing it in the about, writing about it in the new TV Zone column, which is in the uh, the world's longest running magazine of cult entertainment. It's Starburst, obviously. It's it's the best TV he's seen this year. Eight terrific, exciting, snappy episodes, and how about the aliens, which just finished on E four. Anybody seen them? Any opinions or any other must-see TV recommendations? Yes, indeed. Please email in and give Mr. Mount some TV recommendations so he can finish his column and uh, and educate you on things that you've told him about. That would be good. Uh, I haven't seen either of them. In fact, I've still not even finished Daredevil, which is that's how boring and poor I am. Although I have been catching up with Gotham, which I can say when uh, Mr Royce isn't here but anyway I think I've managed to blather on just about enough to get to the break which uh, is now going to come up and I will be back in a few minutes probably five minutes or so with hopefully with Mr Royce so please stick around for more of the same coming soon from Big Finish Productions Doctor Who, The Fourth Doctor Adventures, The Legacy of Death. I am an ambassador from the future, from era 24, sent here to negotiate peace. There can be no peace while your people send raiders to steal our endangered species and crystals. They're going on the offensive. Makina preservers. Commence time dive. All galleons, synchronize for time dive. Four... Three, two, one. 
I've just had word from our agent in the command bunker. They say the Doctor's been captured, along with another man from the past. Doctor? Romana mentioned a Doctor. Romana? Where is she? Disobey the will of Makina is forbidden. In that case, I wouldn't dream of keeping it waiting. She claimed to have detailed knowledge of time travel. She did. So perhaps you would care to share that knowledge with me? Oh, no. The Doctor didn't agree to help Embry, did he? Big finish. We love stories. Starburst Radio, winners of Best TV and Movie Podcast in the UK Podcasters Award 2015. And welcome back to Starburst Radio on Fab Radio International. And uh, we have, via the wonderful uh, medium of the wireless telephone, Mr. Michael Rice uh, in Vegas. Are you there, sir? So, yeah, welcome from me. Uh, I am I am at the South Point Casino, which is my stomping ground. It's the casino right next to the apartment where I'm staying. And I have it. It's an amazing wonderful casino the size of the Trafford Centre and it's it's basically my corner shop. Excellent. Where you just uh, you can wander across the road and uh, stay here all night and it's got say something Martin you won't believe it it's got uh, about seven restaurants this is a little casino out just up in the strip yeah yeah so it's not got all the big you know the massive corporate money behind it but it's the size of the Trafford Centre it's got an equestrian arena Oh, it's yeah. got a multiplex cinema upstairs. It's got nine restaurants. It's a casino the size of any bigger, bigger than anything we've ever seen in the UK, and it's just amazing, incredible. Excellent. Anyway, so how much money have you go. lost? So, uh, well, I've got a little story for you. you were, I don't know how to think about this. It, you can take it two ways. I, oh, I don't no know. I feel that. a little bit ungrateful. Um, can you hear me? I can, yeah. Yep. The, um, yeah, basically, I put $2 in a fruit machine yesterday when I was just waiting. Charlie was just coming to get me and we were going to, she was picking me up at South Point. I was bored waiting for her. And this is how I won the apartment when I was on honeymoon, if you remember. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was bored waiting for her and I shook. Twenty dollars in a fruit machine and a mass and a, a jackpot, and it all came out. And then I, I bought the apartment with it. It's mental, isn't it? But <laughs> I was waiting for yesterday. Put put two dollars in the machine, and all next minute I turned away, looked, and then boom, alarms going off. A call attendant thing on. I dropped four thousand dollars. Yeah. Oh blimey. Right, blimey indeed. Yeah. So I'm waiting for ages, and then obviously I send her a text going. Um, Sorry it messed the day up a bit, but I'm going to have to, you're going to have to sort of come in here because I've got to wait because there's a big kerfuffle going on. And when I say it, it caused a massive scene as well because everybody was all around me high-fiving me and all this nonsense, you know, which for me is all nice, yeah. but I always think, well, I'm probably going to go on the car park after and get 
smashed across the head with uh, an iron bar. Oh, absolutely, you know, yeah, yeah. And the, and the money going to so yeah, this was as in your face la 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 as you could possibly get, you know. Um, and then when the woman comes after ages, she sorts it out, and then she comes with this money, and you're not going to believe this bit. She then goes right, so here you go and she did it in a really blase way she just says obviously we're taxing you at 30% with you not being a uh, having a an IRS number yeah. so uh, she gave me 2,800 and taxed me uh, 1,200 quid and gave me a, with a tax receipt <laughs> God so what am I supposed to do now alright am I supposed to be dead happy or am I supposed to be dead quite indignant well and, at least you're not David not. Cameron what I'm not David Cameron. No, no. <laughs> you, no, been, I'm not David Cameron. I, sh- I what, assume what, you've been following what's been going on. I've been following what's going on. My question is, what have you got to do to get back these days? Exactly. You know, in the 60s, 60 in the early 60s, a guy sleeps with a prosy, and he's, he's done his history. He's gone. He's gone. This guy, uh, this guy um, has a bit of interference with a pig. Exactly. And then it turns out that he's doing exactly what everybody else has been having a, he, him and Osborne have been having a pop at. Yeah. You know, what have you got to do to get the sex? So, so what am I supposed to do now? Am I supposed to be dead happy and go yay or not? I mean, I can get in touch with the IRS and go, here, I'm a UK, and there is a treaty, and they're not supposed to do it. So I think I might be getting my Twitter warriors all worked up, but I am aware. <laughs> But if I start doing that here, I'm probably going to come across as a nutcase. Because just before I went, it was Barclay. Yeah. Christmas is like, um, the crusade every week. I'm causing loads of trouble. And I'm, I'm honestly not. Everybody just keeps bloody screwing me over all the time. Yeah, it's... But, uh... Would you be annoyed? Or would you just say, I've won $2,800, yay, forget about it, let it go. I, I think I'd be surprised just having the uh, the three grand would be enough. It takes the piss, though, doesn't it? Don't oh, you think? It does, it does. It, but I suppose it's the same as, you know, it's not like over here if you pay your tax before you put your bet on, you don't lose it, do you? But No, no, no. Well, do you know what? In a casino, you don't get tax. You don't get tax if you play blackjack and win five grand. You've got five grand. You don't have all this nonsense. Yeah, oh, dear, mate. You know, it, I wouldn't mind it so loaded the other way, isn't it? They're, you know, it, they're, they're absolutely fine. There's no forms to fill in when you're dropping four grand on a table, is there? Oh, yeah. But no, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously, it's been going really well, and I'm, I'm extremely, um, yeah, the holiday's pretty much paid for. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just amusing that this is, this is the third time this has happened now. And the other time I told you about it happened in Manchester at 235 when it was Christmas Eve. We just had a meal. We were just leaving out again. I was waiting for her again. Yeah. Come round in the car and, and it dropped 1500 quid because it rubbed the leopard coin. And then I, I played um, Rainbow Riches. Well, there you go, you see. There was a leopard on the front of it, yeah. yeah. I did rub the leopard coin when I did this as well. So you, you had a good rub? Yeah, I did have a good rub, actually, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've been keeping up to date with stuff though. Yeah, so good. That, I saw that. Um, I saw the Doctor Strange trailer. Well, that's good because we had a we've had an email off Kaz asking you what you think mm. about Sherlock playing Strange. Right, it, it, it came a two hours. This one when I heard 
it was him. I was so fed up and dismayed because I'm so sick of him being in every cult genre thing that, that that's on. It's like, oh, let's get let's get Cumberbatch, let's get him on it because you know he's he's your go-to genre actor, you know. And and it, it just got to the point where I'm just sick of seeing him and stuff. Yeah. Then I saw the makeup job of him, and I thought, you know, he, surprisingly, he does look like him, and I'm surprised at that because it, it, Cumberbatch does not look like Doctor Strange, but he does when he's got the makeup on and he's got the hair and the tash and all that. He does look like him. The um, trailer is amazing. Yeah, it's, it's very much focusing on the origin, isn't it? So. Oh yeah, well that's fine. You have to do an orig- origin with this guy. Yeah, you've got to. I mean, I know they're trying to set phone down doing them now, but you've got to do an origin with this guy because it's such a strange, screwed up story that you've got to explain what's going on. Then it all makes sense. Because if you just have him turning up doing a bit of hocus pocus, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not going to play very well with someone who hasn't got a clue. Would you not? They're th- similar with like. Ant-Man they sort of did an origin but not an origin yeah. you, see, you know but you can't really you can't just have Ant-Man turn up no because you go oh, alright what's going on here then yeah what's this you? what's this little man coming from yeah I know what's he doing and like I said with him they'll they, if he just turned up doing all that stuff they'll just think yeah he's, it would, he's just turned up he, he does a show in Vegas or something wouldn't yeah. he you know <laughs> well can you yeah. imagine that so going to see Doctor Strange tonight at the uh, Caesar's Palace <laughs> you might end up doing, doing that. Of, thin, thin, you know. Um, yeah, I tell you what, I did. I didn't see a show. Oh yeah. Good. Cirque du Soleil. Love. It's a Beatles thing, but wisely, it just does all the psychedelic stuff at the end. It's really, oh, right. really awesome, actually. It's a really cracking show. So that's good. What um, the? Golly, what, that, what else has been going on? What's been going on then? Um, did you see the other Suicide Squad trailer? Hmm. My God, that's good, isn't it? That it, trailer's great, it's, isn't it? It's better than um, the other one, yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, that trailer's great. And I'll say something, that she is really starting to win me over already as Harley Quinn. I yeah. Mean, she is playing it really well. But I've got to say, I'm, I'm, I've got to, I'm, I can't be excited after what's happened with Batman and Batman v Superman. You yeah. know, like, you show me whatever trailer you want, I need more reassurance now. Yeah, they're definitely yeah. going for the Guardians of the Galaxy look, though, ain't they? So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They are doing. Yeah. They, they, look, I said to you, I'm happy if they copy Marvel. That's yeah. Fine. That's it, the way to go. Just copy it. They Go need off. to. What? What is? Yeah, they need to do something. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming I haven't seen the figures, but I'm assuming it's not recovered from that massive drop off. I think people so, have stopped talking about it now. It's it's gone. No, it's just gone, isn't it? Yeah. It's well, it's not a thing out here. There's no, they, they, honestly, Martin, I thought I'd get to the state. They'd just be posters here, posters there. I'm in Las Vegas, for God's sake. Yeah, I'm actually in a place here with a multiplex right above my head. Yeah. $5 on Tuesdays. Good, God. What do you reckon for that? $5, that's three quid. That. Yeah, three that's, quid. that's like the old school money. All day Tuesday. I know, ridiculous, isn't it? What we used to pay. Um, oh, you'd love it here. You've got to come over with me. You love South Point. It's amazing. But, I keep forgetting them on the radio, by the way. I keep thinking me and you are just having a chat. I'm going to end up saying something really bad in a minute. Yeah, about yeah. About the business or or something. I've got to keep reminding myself. 
Um, but the weird thing is, I'm, I'm sat at a bar, I'm playing blackjack, because it's got a screen on, so there's blackjack, and while I'm playing blackjack, I get my vitamin C supplement, yeah? Yeah. Because these orange juices are rising, yeah. Yeah. And they've got some clear liquid that they're putting in with it as well. I don't know what that is, but it's making, it's, it's sorting my hangover out anyway. <laughs> so what time is it over there? But I don't say. Yeah, what time is it now? It's, it's uh, about quarter to two in the afternoon. Oh, well. Wow. Is, like, is it quarter to ten your time, is it? Yeah, yeah, ten to ten, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, ten to, yeah. It's ten to basically uh, heading towards two o'clock in the afternoon. And after I've done this show, then I've got to decide, what am I going to do? Now, my daughter's just arrived, and the prospective son-in-law, well, it's prospective unless I, I frighten the living crap out of him uh, while he's here for four or five days. Yeah. And um, we'll see what's going on. But I've got a plan I was going to throw your way, see what you think. Go I told on. you about this door, drives electrical, yeah? Yeah. It's amazing. It's huge. It's like, it's like a, it's a traffic centre size. Again, everything's Trafford Centre size here. It's crazy. Trafford Centre size electrical store. So it's not like a electrical store in the Trafford Centre. It's like imagine Trafford Centre in Manchester, and it's just selling electrical stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And they've got loads of stuff. So far, they've got their own. That's a fair price, and it's a lot cheaper than I can get it back back uh, home. And I thought we'd go out to the desert, and I. Uh, Use it to take some pictures of Nellis Air Force Base. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean seriously, because they have the, the actual drones there. You know, the strike drones, and I've seen them all taking off and landing last time. And there was a there was a walking dead type prison just across the road. And yeah. I thought, well, I'll park up somewhere near there, and then we can fly it in, take some pictures, and that'd be the coolest thing ever, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, but I think they're used to sort of people doing drones at prisons now, where the uh... They'll shoot oh, them down. Prisons. I want to do the Air Force Base. I want to do the Air Force Base because it's supposed to have all the Area 51 stuff. Just, yeah. Just they're the they're just going to shoot it down. That'd annoy me. Yeah. Although, I'll be honest, I'm more, I'm more bothered about getting arrested, to be honest. <laughs> well, they'll shoot it down and arrest you. God, dear, mate. They don't have so a sense of humour, you know that. <laughs> no, you can't have any fun these days, can you? No. Um, so, anything else been going on? Uh, we had an email uh, just before we started, uh, which, which first of all, you're going to regret leaving me in charge of the music because it's it's been brilliant. Right. It's been brilliant as far as I'm concerned. Uh, wait till you hear it. Okay. Uh, okay. But uh, someone's emailed in. I've already mentioned it on the show, so it's going to bore people. Uh, saying that uh, they want Robin Asquith for the film festival. Yes, that's doable. I think, uh, yep, it's, he says it's probably available. They can get hold of him. It's doable. It's doable. I've been getting loads of emails while I've been here sorting that out. That's been progressing nicely, that, believe it or not, because when I, what I said, I did everything before I came out, yeah. knowing that the two weeks, it's been like a percolation stage where, you know, we're waiting to, to hear back off people. But, yeah, we have got, uh, obviously, we're launching this, Two weeks this Saturday, we're yeah. launching the ticket, and we'll have loads of people booked by then. We've got loads. I can't say the names because no, no, they're no. not signed yet, but there's loads. So I'm dead excited. You know, it, and I, yes. I might bring some. I might bring someone back with me from here. You never know. I think. I think there's going to be uh, 
someone doing oh, a roaring yeah, no, trade, no. didn't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is exciting, though, this. I just, I'm going to play a hand of blackjack now. And uh, I've just gone and dealt it. I'm on 20. The dealer's got an 8. So I'm going to stand. Wait a minute. Boom. Oh, I've won. I've won. There you go. That's $5. <laughs> Brilliant, eh? So I'll, I'll do another one, and I'm going to let you choose what to do. Right? Oh, God. I'm on 15, yeah? Yeah. But the dealer's got a king exposed, yeah? Right? Right. So what am I doing? Am I taking a card or not? Yeah, go on. Do you reckon? Yeah. 24 plus. Oh, God. <laughs> and he only had 17. He got a 7. Oh. Fucking me. He still right, would have won anyway. I'll let you redeem yourself. You know, let you redeem yourself. Right, he's got an exposed king and I'm on 12. What do you say? Stand or do I get one? Yeah, I get one. 19. Right. Just stand now. Yeah. Boss, he won. We got that. We got that back. Oh, well, fine. Nice to pull there it back. See, this, yeah, is it? This, this is sort of gambling by proxy, this, isn't it? This is. It's not my money, so I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, you can't take this seriously. <laughs> I can't. I can't lose much less of that four grand, can I? No, no, no. You know, but I didn't. Hey, as long as it's good, it don't matter, does it? No, I'm fine. Like I say, I'm just, yeah, it's one of them, though. I can't believe I had, um, I, I, do you know I said to her at the time? Because she was looking, just going, looking at me like, what's up with you? Fucking <laughs> idiot. You know, you just won all this money. That, that was the expression, and I went, look, I'm sorry if it looks like I've, I've got a monk on, but the, you know, the, I thought we had a treaty with you guys, and you don't, you don't do this. And then she went, and do you know what she said? She said, well, we, we can't just not, we, we can't refuse to withhold the taxes on religious grounds, I'm sorry. And I didn't know what the hell she was talking about. And then afterwards, I realised, <laughs> yeah, I said, I've got a monk on. Yeah. <laughs> and she's clearly not understood what I meant by that. Yeah. Yeah, she probably thought you was yeah, working at Belgo. <laughs> well, yeah, you know. Say, no, I'm religiously exempt from tax. Give me my four grand. Um, I'm a monk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear, mate. I'll tell you something, though. There's no monks in Las Vegas. No. Can't go and, can't go and have a drink. You didn't. You told you how lucky you were that day. Can't, you can't find any here. There's none. There's yep. everything else. Yeah, well. You know, I saw an Elvis. I saw an Elvis on a um, mobility scooter with a karaoke machine. Yeah. Yeah. And so he will. Ju he just drives up to you and then starts singing uh, with you and all that, and then you're supposed to give him some money, you know? Oh, it's not the always want money. Yeah, I shouldn't have really tossed him off it, should I? <laughs> Depends what he was singing. Yeah, oh... If it's old chap, then yeah, you definitely push him off. Enough. I've been so mad, I've seen so many this time. I'm, I'm, oh, good God, I'm sick to death of it. I'm sick of Elvis, yeah. I was sick anyway, and uh, and I don't know what it is. They knocked someone on or something, but there's loads of them. Yeah, be like that uh, film with Kurt Russell. Mm. Yeah. Seriously, this is this is Elvis, and it's not like oh, what's that Bubba Hotep? Oh yeah, yeah. That's the only decent experience I've had with Elvis. 
to that film. I like that film. So, what else is there going on then? What, what, what news have I missed then? What's been going on? Well, uh, there's not been much else really. Uh, we, we've already confirmed that uh, the Spider-Man film is going to be called what we said last week. Oh, really? Yeah, Homecoming. It's funny though because that 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 um, that comic really isn't nothing though. Nothing happens in that comic. You know that. Yeah. That's what that's what gets me, and you can and and it is the story of him coming home wearing the black symbiotic suit that becomes venom so he can't really do that story can you? No. So I don't know I mean Homecoming really yeah it's just two fingers that isn't it it's two fingers at uh, Sony isn't it? Yeah and the yeah it is basically it's it's just like yeah. you know, like you say it's uh but they're talking about Yeah, it's, it's, yeah it's, 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 it might as well just be called ha ha Yeah <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah he's back Blood. Yeah, dear, 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 mate. So, yeah, got, gotta get, gotta get sorted out now. Gotta get, gotta get some fun tonight. I'm just deciding what to do. I was in a, I was in a gay piano bar last night. A gay piano bar. They were all singing, yeah, singing songs from Gravity. All right. Defying Gravity, not Gravity, no. Oh God. From <laughs> oh, what's the bloody what's it? Uh, oh God, 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 God. B B R. Wicked, that's it. Right, right. right. Yeah. They were singing Defying Gravity. Right. They weren't singing songs from Gravity because <laughs> Sandra Bullock obviously doesn't break out into a song or dance number in the middle of that film at any stage. No, yeah? and, and so you can't hear them anyway because so, it's so in space. Clear. Yeah. Can you imagine that, though? If Seth Todd had been singing Gravity the musical. Uh, it'll that. happen. You'd think that was cool, wouldn't you? It'll happen. Yeah. It might happen, yeah. I, the, I, I was thinking about going to see the Eagle Dead musical but apparently you just get covered in gore and guts and everything you have to wear a rain mask if you're on the front two rows yeah and you'd want to be on the front but not cover your suit up well this is it innit you know what I mean I've got I've got my hat and my glasses on and kind of look the part and I don't want to be covered in a load of crap you know <laughs> rubbish innit rubbish so, so what are you uh, what what's going on with you the rest of the week what gigs have you got to go to then uh, I've got no gigs this week, but it's it's record store day what, on Saturday, what, so. Not playing. No, they're not yeah. playing this week. <laughs> no, bloody hell! You're a loose end, aren't you? You don't know what you're doing. Yeah, we've got record store day on Saturday, so. But I mean, what what happens on on it? What it, what happens? People get know? ripped off get and people queue. Yeah, I know, but it's it, they're trying to make people excited about something. I mean, why why not have cinema day? Yeah, I think we should. I think we should do well, that. Yeah, well, hey, let's do that then. I'm I'm not happy with all this discrimination. Yeah. We always lose out here. And they've already tried to do cassette day. Uh, 
What is cassette day? What is cassette day? What what is that? Is that like time travelling back to the 1980s? Yeah. to listen to some music. What is cassette day? Uh, it's literally what it is. It, it's, it's just a load of bollocks. Yeah, but... it, yeah it, it's rubbish because here's the thing. If you get vinyl, vinyl's got a certain sound to it. It's got a warmth and, a, and it's the way that it was encoded and, and, and put on the on the actual vinyl. And that, I totally understand why people get vinyl and listen to that. I also understand CDs and digital. Obviously, it's all perfect and great. But yeah, cassette is rubbish. It's got a hiss. It's imperfect. They break. There's uh, nothing and they about the cassette. Yeah, it's rubbish. It's absolutely rubbish. So even the get putting your tape on a different cassette player, it sounds different because it's they, they, they play at slightly different speeds. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. So, and all yeah, the heads sort of get digitised and. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, cassette day sucks big, massive donkey balls. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's rubbish. I think we should have you know. eight millimetre day. See, that'd be all right. <laughs> that'd be fine, that. Yeah. I wouldn't mind that. Bloody hell. I'm determined so to make eight millimetre combat. Uh, it's going to happen. So we haven't told the... Uh, I sent you a, a little video message um, yes. about the show. I haven't told them what I... After I... I won that money I decided to splurge and I got a Wookiee mask <laughs> and it's very good isn't it it's, it's, it's amazing it, and as you talk yeah it does all the Wookiee noises I, I thought I was getting a message off uh, off what's it then the uh, Philip Mayhew who or Peter Mayhew oh, sorry right. oh that would have been alright but well, mind you he, uh, he, he talks like that anyway so we can't afford him now he's, he's, he's big but he's big again, isn't he? Well, he's, like that. Well, he's tall, so... He's tall, don't know how big. Yeah. So, yeah, the thing, thing is now, I just don't... I don't know what I'm going to do this afternoon. got to decide. Well... But I will I will let everybody know next week what, what's been going on, and I'm going to try and do, uh, do some genre-related activities. Yeah, yeah. Because it's yeah. got to happen. See if there's any but, good pinball uh, machines or something that you can tell us about. Oh, we said that. We said the pinball all the time two days ago. Did all of them. And left. It was on it. I was there for two hours. I just couldn't stop playing Medieval Madness. But I was playing the Spider-Man one. Surprisingly good. They've got Batman, Iron Man. They've got literally every, every one you could possibly want. But there's just not enough time. And you could spend a week there. That's the problem. Yeah. But it is awesome, and there's just this old guy pottering about fixing them all constantly. Yeah, <laughs> it's so cool. It's amazing that they. I mean, I, I just can't believe we've not got one. Yeah, yeah, we. That's so next on the list, isn't it? Yeah, I was playing Spy Hunter. I bet people remember that Spy Hunter, brilliant video game. That yeah, it's awesome. That's a James Bondy sort of rip-off where you are diving up and. You know, getting in the weapons van, then your car's got a smoke screen, oil slick, and all that. Oh, and I put some pictures on Facebook because I went to the Hollywood uh, car museum. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, is, yeah. Oh, there's some. Oh, but they've, they've gone and uh, they made a mistake because saw everything. You got Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, a lot of bomb, and they've got one of the original underwater versions of the Lotus Esprit, and I'm just staring at that. It looked yeah. amazing. They've got loads and loads of stuff. They've also got a Fast and the Furious car that Paul Walker drove, and 
it's Stalin estate's got bullet holes in it and everything else. You know, it's actually from the film. But it's bizarre because when you look at it, the first thing you think is, oh, is this the one who burnt alive? And, <laughs> oh, God. But it clearly isn't. It isn't. It, of course it's not. But the way that they've done it and the way they've set it up, you just go, oh, God, this is a bit sick, isn't it? You well, know, that's what they used to do, didn't they? they? They used to take the, the Bonnie and Clyde car around and things like that. And... They, had the Bonnie, they had the Bonnie and Clyde car from the film. Um, but the weirdest thing, uh, you know that film Captain Phillips, yeah? Yeah. Walking around and they've got all these vehicles, all these really big, you know, General Lee, tick, Knight Rider, tick, you know, Bond cars, tick, everything you were going to expect. And then all of a sudden, we get to, uh, I get to, oh, this is the, the mini sub from Captain Phillips. And I was <laughs> like, this is a bit random, isn't it? What's yeah, this? What's that's this a bit all desperate. <laughs> I, yeah, no, I mean, can you imagine that anybody during the day? when I'm going to go to the Hollywood Car Museum because they've got that, that sub from Captain Phillips in. <laughs> so I was a bit surprised by that. But but they made a mistake and Robin, uh, Robin Pierce, our writer, uh, Robin, yeah, he, he uh, goes on my Facebook and goes, that's not from Skyfall. That's that bomb tower. It's from the living daylights. And, and I'd just been doing them by road. I took the pictures looking ra- walking round. Yeah. And then I put them all on Facebook and put a little description. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, God, it is. Yeah, they've got it wrong. Oh. Uh, <laughs> they actually had the wrong sign on and everything for the wrong film. Maybe so, some uh, scamp had been and changed it. Yeah, no, well, that, that's them done. You can't, you can't get past the Starburst panel, you know. Yeah, exactly. We know our stuff. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's just not good enough. But, yeah, it's good, good stuff. It was great. Like, you know, you're into that sort of thing. It's, it's great. They had a um, Flintstones car as well from the movie. Oh, yeah, I saw that one on your you thing, know, yeah. That, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't know how you drive that, but it's it's there anyway. Yeah. I don't think you do drive it. I think it's fake, that that stone sort of wheel at the front, and I think there's something else underneath, but that was a good day, that. I think and I wouldn't have any problem getting into now. that one. <laughs> oh, no, you probably wouldn't, no. No, yeah. that's easy enough, my God. Do you know what though? I'll say I'm actually missing my car. Oh. I'm, um, I know, I do, I do, because this is the thing now. I'm renting cars and I'm thinking, oh, this isn't as fast as that. I want, I want, I want mine. Oh, you'll <laughs> be back soon. What you're supposed to be doing on holiday. You're supposed to be indulging, aren't you? But uh, I'm disappointed. Right. Bloody hell. But I'll tell you something. The vitamin C quotient of this drink's really helping me. Really That's good. good. Has he not got the vodka portion yeah. yet? Oh, yeah. That, 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 well, that's a given, man. Isn't it? <laughs> but, yeah, so when I, when I get off the phone from you, I'll just go and have a mooch around. And Yeah, do you know what, though? The hot dogs there, they had this promotion and they were 75 cents and they've gone up to $1.25. Garden Bennett. That's inflation now. That's outrageous, isn't it? And I bet they're not even as long as they used to be. No, they're not. I mean, I could only, I can only, out of what they gave me yesterday, I can only have about a few thousand of them now, you know. <laughs> could, have, could have had four, uh, could have had 5,000 of the buggers, you know, last time. Oh, dear. Now, I'll have to think about this, this uh, campaign. But what I've seen, there's an advert on TV now called GetRocketCopters.com. Yeah. Uh, yeah. GetRocketCopters.com. And these things look amazing. And I want to buy a load of them. 
and take them out to the desert and shoot them up into the air. Yeah. <laughs> so that that might be what I'll do instead of the uh, instead of the Nellis Air Force Base and the drone egg. Yep, exactly. Mm. So, so we're all happy. Have, have, have you told everybody about the mag that's going on sale then on Friday? I, yeah, I think I I, I, I've managed to shill that one, yeah. Yeah. You know what? I can't, I can't get the mag until I get back. I know. I can't get it. Got ten days before I can even set set my eyes on it. You know, everybody, all the readers are going to see it before me. Yeah, so they'll, they'll all be they'll all be happy and be tweeting your pictures of it. Hopefully. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I could do with that. Just show it me if you get it. If you think it's all right or not. Yeah. Um, and, and obviously, I I do comment in it's only a movie about what I thought about Batman v Superman. But if you were listening to the show last week, I'm sure that won't be any great surprise that, that no, no, it's no. quite an in depth piece where we go through um, one or two issues. Yes, there, there was a few, wasn't there? Just a few, yeah. But I love <laughs> the fact it's not really calmed down while I've been away. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's, it's died off and no one's talking about it, but it ain't, yeah, here. It, it, there's there's no, no notice of it anywhere. There are no posters up. There's no one talking about it. There, it's a non-event in the States. Now, it's just gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, you'd think there'd be some fuss about it still, wouldn't you? Well, it's all about Captain America now. I know, yeah, that's true. That's on the massive billboard outside the place here, advertising it for when it's, it's coming. Is it 6th of May here? It's opening? Yeah, we get a week before over here, so you're coming back just um, in time. Yeah. Wait, I'll be just, just back in time, will I? Good. Yeah. I better book some tickets for it, haven't I? Well, uh, for us all. Yeah, so we can go and see it on the IMAX. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've got uh, Mr. Mount is going to go down the week before and see it for us. So good, good. I hope he en- I hope he enjoys it. I, I, I do. I hope he enjoys yeah, it. Yeah, we, we need. What time are we on now? Then what uh, time are we on now? We're now quarter past, so we're we're a bit late for the news. Right. Okay. Bugger the news. It doesn't matter. Here's news for you. Everything sucks, but this show's still on, so you need to listen to this instead. Well, there you go. There's a There's quote. For you. Right. <laughs> well, I'll bugger off because you're going to phone. Uh, you need to go and have a break now, and you need you want to phone our our Mr. Pollard don't yep. you, for the final segment. I do, yeah. Right. Well, well, I will try not to get in any, too much trouble, but I'll bring you my stories next week when Excellent. I ring at the same time. Yes. We'll look and forward we'll, to uh, that. I, I'm, oh yeah, I'm going to do. I'm going to do one of these. I've, I need to be asking about something that goes up in the air in the middle of the desert that's what I want to do I've just got this big thing for it so needs to happen I'm saying nothing about right. the big thing for it yeah I'm not you don't need to there's no uh, yeah pink flute in Vegas yeah. there you go <laughs> that's the book innit um, <laughs> right okay everybody uh, I I hope you enjoy the rest of the show and I hope you're alright Martin and and I'm on Twitter if anyone wants to speak to me at Jordan M. Royce and I will be putting stuff on Facebook and all that and I'll report back next week okay 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 we'll see you next right, week and everybody be nice to Martin he's 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 he's, he's bloody struggling tonight come on <laughs> get emailing him uh, right. see you later see you later thank you very much bye 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 and there you go that's our wonderful editor Mr Michael Royce uh, out there in that Las Vegas and uh and we're not at all jealous, are we? Really? Yes, we are. So, 
So we're going to have a quick break and then we'll be back and hopefully we will have the wonderful Miss Andrew Pollard with us and keeping us company for the rest of the show. So back very, very soon. You sweat, but you don't dare move. You want to scream, but you can't. Terror grips every nerve in your body. And your heart is beating so fast, it feels like your eardrums are going to burst. You swallow hard, and you realize there is nothing you can do but wait and squirm. Now American International Pictures presents Squirm, the ultimate horror. Millions of writhing, seething creatures oozing out of the mire, shocked into a frenzy by 100,000 volts of electricity, driven by an uncontrollable urge to feed on human flesh. Squirm, rated R under 17, not admitted without parents. This is Fab Radio International. Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. And welcome back to Starburst Radio at FabRadioInternational.com. And uh, we have, by the power of the Skype, Mr. Andrew Polly Pollard. Hello, sir. Hello, young Mr. Unsworth. Can you hear me, man? Yeah, I, I can hear you absolutely fine. Can you? Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me, Major Tom? I, I can hear you just about. So just, just about. I'm, I'm as, I'm literally um, hugging my laptop at the moment. So that's as close as I can get. I think. Oh, good. Yeah, so you're still a bit low. So I think that's that's probably more down to the Skype thing. So. Boo! Boo to that. Yeah, because uh, we, we, I managed to I managed to turn up. Mr. Mike, but uh, but I've I've whacked you I've whacked you as far as I can. Oh, am, am I sounding like Mike did at the beginning of Mike's bit? Well, that that was me with me. My little thing wasn't pushed in as much as it should have been. <laughs> it's just, it's like a Saturday night. <laughs> yep, it's just <laughs> it's always the problem I have. <laughs> yeah, Mike, no, Mike sounded really really far away at first. Um, Am, am I doing the same, or am I? I can hear you perfectly. You're just not hitting the uh, the right things on the dials, if you know what I mean. Oh, balls to the dials! What do they know? <laughs> but we can sort that in the podcast in post. In post, oh, in post production. Yeah, we can yeah. do that. So, how are you, sir? I'm awesome. It, it's it's Wednesday night. I'm listening to Starburst Radio. Um, I'm happy. I'm listening to Mike Mike Royce winning lots of money, which means I think there's a pay rise coming. So uh, uh, let's not yeah. guarantee that. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, yeah. It's 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 all good over this way. Yeah. It, good. Cool. Wales. We've had a few emails while I've uh, while I've been blabbering yeah. to Mike. Uh, some of them saying what the hell's this, but. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's a weird show. But <laughs> what's going on? But it's good. That's Helen C. Uh, and she also emails back in and says, uh, "How much is the film convention that you're talking about? And is there a nightly party?" And thank you there for bringing it up. Be a nightly party. I'm uh, hoping there is. Well, you see, I don't think we'd mention this uh, film festival for five minutes. <laughs> so no. So it's good that she's uh, she's asked that. And um, um, the the prices are not confirmed at the moment, but we're looking at uh, with with accommodation. Bear in mind, around about the two hundred mark 
for all days and that's including the accommodation so it's going to be really cheap really so uh, if, that, if, there is, if there's no official parties I'll be having a party every night well out there yeah I'm I th- sure I think you will too sir this is uh, this is Starburst and uh, we we party 24 7 uh Proud party people. Yes, certainly. If uh, if myself, your good self, and Mr. Paul Mount are involved, it will be very much to the early morning. Yeah, I've, I've heard all about Mounty's uh, early morning sessions. I'm, I'm intrigued by those. I'm excited by those. Yes, yes. It's uh, he can uh, he can drink us both under the table and back out again. <laughs> Although I'm a little bit disappointed by Mounty tonight bringing bringing up new TV shows, I thought the only TV shows we're supposed to talk about are the Flash and Arrow. He's kind of he's veered off bringing these these new shows to this neck of the woods. Oh no no, he's the he's the youngster now. He's he, he's into all that sort of stuff. Yeah, down with the kids it. and everything. Yeah, he'll be on E4 doing that stuff. He's like <laughs> the, he could be like the Alex Zane. Oh, maybe not. No, no, hopefully not. No, and see, I don't remember saying that bad thing about him either. Well, I, I kind of forgot what you said until um, until listening to last week's podcast and Mike referenced it. Then I went back and listened to the week before podcast, and then I remembered what he said, and it it was beautifully um, beeped out by by Mister Michael Royce. Yeah, <laughs> see, I don't remember what I said, so it's. Uh... Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't. I can't. I can't imagine what it would be. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I, I better not try and tell me. He did it's tell me like, what I'd said, and I'm not yeah, going to repeat it's it. It's almost like blankety blank, I guess. If, yeah, if it was. Uh, to it, yeah, he was listening to it for the first time. It's like blankety blank. It was blanked off his face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So anyway, more emails. Sorry to to keep interrupting you, and uh, no, right. I, I'm not going to. Uh, mentioned Denge because he's uh, he's trying again he's trying to sort of chip in but you know you, you, don't, you don't play that no I don't do that sort of thing I don't give him the credence uh, Helen C thank you for emailing in again uh, is Mike single unfortunately not he's on his uh, third I think wife and she's very nice <laughs> and uh... yeah that, that was the last guess at three four I think I think with Mike you have to like chop his leg off and count the rings in, in his leg to see how many wives he's had is it I think that's <laughs> something like that yeah I'll, I'll count the lack of money in his bank account <laughs> yeah yeah, uh, and she also says that uh, you are struggling a little bit, but it's all okay. I think that's to put it as an understatement. But <laughs> no, 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 you're doing fine. You're doing fine, dude. Yeah, it's all. It's too hot in here. It's it's awful. Anyway, so what should we do, sir? We've we've got loads of news. You've been. Yeah, you've... We, we do. We do. Which way do you want to take this? Where are we going? Well, should we do? A little bit of news and then go on about these trailers. Why not? Why not? So where would you like to start? Um, I reckon as you and Mr. Michael Royce were talking about uh, someone close to my heart, I reckon we go with more Spider-Man news. Yes. Whilst it's also Spider-Man Homecoming, there's also news coming out today, unconfirmed but heavy rumours, that the villain of, of the new Spider-Man film, or at least one of the villains, it could be the Vulture. Yeah, oh, because that, that's what they were going to plan to do when Raimi was still on. Exactly, when Raimi was still on. Well, that's what he wanted to do for Spider-Man 3. And then um, and then Sony's bigwigs all cleverly got involved and threw out Sandman and, uh, and Venom and took away a lot of the control from Sam Raimi and 
Spider-Man 3 was what it was. I think, in fairness to him, though, I think uh, I think Raimi did want Sandman as well as Vulture for that. And then, then his plan was, well, they haven't given me this for Spider-Man 3, so I'm going to do Vulture for Spider-Man 4. And he, he had um, there's always concept art drawn up where it's Ben Kingsley as the Vulture. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. Could you imagine that? that? Exactly. Sir Ben, sorry, Sir Ben. Yeah. Oh, he's no uh, Sir around here. No, exactly. And then that got um, obviously that got canned, and they rebooted the whole franchise as Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, then it was John Malkovich was talked about for the Vulture, and then Amazing Spider-Man Two, amongst all the plethora of villains that were all teased and nudge nudge wink winked. Um, the Vulture's wings and harness were seen, but because Amazing Spider-Man Two spent so much time doing the nudge nudge wink wink film itself it's a bit shit it was all about setups and that's why that got cancelled and now we've got this new spider-man um but yeah who is supposedly maybe possibly finally gonna tangle with the vulture adrian coombs we uh we almost had the john malkovich one didn't we so yeah and uh it would be nice to think he he would be in with a shout but i can't see it yeah I don't, he should be because and over the years there's been a couple of different vultures but the main guy is Adrian Toomes who's always depicted as this no disrespect to John Malkovich but as a as an older gentleman yeah um, very very sort of wrinkled yeah. and frail yeah. <laughs> very frail very tiny very scrawny um, Malkovich is a bigger frame and he's not that old but it's um, age shouldn't be a barrier to the to the, the role anyway put it that way it's it's always deemed as he's he's one of in terms of um, any way you look at it he's one of Spider-Man's oldest foes as in he debuted in Amazing Spider-Man number 2 in 1963 I think it was Um, and in terms of age himself as a villain he's a character that is they don't put a a date on it but he's generally looks like he's in his 70s type of thing 60s 70s this genius engineer that's designed this suit that helps him fly around New York yeah, Queens, as it were, for Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, it was one of them. Pe- it, it was a bit lame when you read it, but it was it was a fun villain. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And I think with uh, the the technology you've got at your fingertips these days, uh, in terms of what they could do with these big screen stories, I think it. it I, I'm not sure if I buy him as a as a as a big bad as in the overarching villain of a film. And the stories that that I've been seeing, it's, it looks like he. It's not sure if if he is in the film, which is is unconfirmed still. Yeah, but if yeah. he is, it's not sure whether he's the big bad or he could be maybe a side dish, as it were. Yeah. Um, I don't, don't know if I really buy him as the big big bad of it, but I just think visually with the technology you've got, it could be awesome just to see him obviously flying up in the air, skyscrapers around, Spider Man swinging from building to building. It, it lends itself to um, aesthetically it could look awesome oh absolutely yeah I mean as long as they don't do sort of like too much on it like they did with the electro that was awful oh that was that was awful that was oh, you, you had you had to go there I know you, you I know, wouldn't I know, let I know. it lie you wouldn't let it lie yeah no. <laughs> um, yeah that, that Amazing Spider-Man 2 was I, I've seen a lot worse films but I've never been as disappointed coming out of a cinema as I was with that film um yeah, because uh, they, they promised to learn the lessons and they didn't. No, and, and the trailers all looked really promising. Um, and Andrew Garfield was really well cast. I thought he, he did really well in terms of a more ultimate Spider-Man spin on, on Spidey. Um, yeah. And they went the Gwen route first before just going, oh no, here's Mary Jane. They, they, they did the Gwen story. They fucked that up by killing off Gwen. Spoilers. Yeah. 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 Um, 
yeah, there was there was so much promise for that film. And the first, a little bit like Batman v Superman, the first 10, 15 minutes of Amazing Spider-Man 2 were really good. And yeah. then it went, yeah. Um, I'd say it, Batman v Superman wasn't quite as bad as Amazing Spider-Man 2 as going off a cliff. But um, yeah, either way, they both had really good, really good opening 15 minutes and then lost their um, lost their way a little bit, should we say. Yes, I think that's uh, that's a polite way of saying it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a polite kind of guy, Mr. Martin, on Twitter. In amongst the F-bombs and the sarcasm, there's, there's there's politeness in there. Yes, exactly. So, so, next bit of news. Okay. Is this on me or you? Do you, you, want me to pick you're, you, you you're the newsman. Oh, oh am I now? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Um, all right. One thing with... Um, this is kind of a segue, is how Amazing Spider-Man 2, well, the Amazing Spider-Man franchise um, got a little bit ahead of itself by saying, yeah, we've just done the first film. Before the second film, though, we're going to announce Amazing Spider-Man 3, Amazing Spider-Man 4, a Venom movie, the Sinister 6 movie. We're going to do all this planning. Mm. Um, And Disney this week, before Jungle Book has been officially released, it's already been announced that they're working on a Jungle Book 2 um, I don't know if that's going to be the title. Probably not. Um, uh, yeah, Jungle we'll Book 2, Baloo Strikes Back. I don't yeah. know. Um, Mowgli's yeah. Revenge. Y- yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It sounds like um, something you, you get when you're away. <laughs> Depends where you go to. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that, that's that's one bit of news. That there's there's going to be already um, a Jungle Book sequel. And the films are out till till tomorrow. Uh, till tomorrow we're on Wednesday, aren't we? No, Friday it's out. Yeah. Although you can find our review uh, from from. Uh, I'm trying to think. You actually did the review because I'm not going in front of me right it's, now. Uh, Ian McNally. <laughs> yes. Oh no, no, sorry. It was it, uh, or was it Pete Turner? I will find out now because I, I I've got it. It's, it's popping up. It's popping up, and that's also the review as well. Yeah, it was Ian McNally, Mr. Ian McNally. It's cool. on our website. Um, our, our review of the Jungle Book, which did very well with his review, and it sounds like it's one I'm. Well, it's one I'm looking forward to checking out. Actually, I didn't think I'd ever be that interested enough to go and see a Jungle Book film again. Really, um, I don't know, but yeah. uh, but I, I'm really intrigued by it to check this one out. But yeah, I boy. Disney uh, are looking at doing a sequel because there's plenty of other Mowgli stories um, from Rudyard Kipling. Yeah, I, I don't know if there's enough there to. to I don't know. I, I guess you can take some leeway as well with things. Yeah, they, they usually sort of uh, pad these things out, don't they? No, never, <laughs> never, 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 never. Well, an interesting one for you then, in terms of news. I don't know if we can talk about them because we might get thrown in jail. Um, oh, I think, yeah, uh, Sir Elton John. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, um, he's um, this is this is um, the, the Kingsman sequel. He's he's in talks of, to, for a role in in Kingsman: The Golden Circle, as it's called, the, the sequel to Matthew Vaughan's Kingsman: uh, The Secret Service. And you're which, just trying to set me up for saying something, ain't you? Ah, uh, yeah, I, I want you to do a bit of bird. That's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to put my foot. Right in it and get bleeped out again. So, yeah, no, you wouldn't do that. All right, okay, okay. Some less controversial news. <laughs> ben Affleck. Ben Affleck is directing now. It's, it's it's been kind of it's been rumored and speculated for months, but Affleck is going to be directing a Batman film. Yeah. Is that a good thing with you, or is that a bad thing? Uh, it was a great Bruce Wayne. Yes. Um, wasn't overly impressed with the Batman, but that might just be the way the film was. Do you think that he he suffered by putting him in that big 
the big hulking suit they go with. Something yeah, like the, the, the the Superman Buster suit sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. That was uh, it. Looked lame as well, didn't it? So. It looked, yeah, it it grew on me a little bit, but it's it was just as as if Zack Snyder, I think Mike even mentioned. I'm not sure if it was on the on the the, the show a couple of weeks ago or if it was. Well, it couldn't have been on our journey back up from London to Manchester. No, because he was too busy snoring. Church there was asleep. <laughs> yeah, you know, there weren't too many blue wickets. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but it was mentioned at some point anyway that um, that it was kind of as if Zack Snyder had seen. He'd read a couple of books of really good Batman stories and gone, well, I want this bit of that, I want that bit of that, and I want that bit of that. Oh, yeah, yeah Dark Knight Returns, yeah, I want that big suit, and I want that, that Superman fight straight away. Um, yeah. It's it like, was, you, uh... well, it was Kevin Smith even said, you've got to earn those moments, you've got to get to, you've got to have all this history to get to those points to make them impactful. Which um, is what we've been saying all along with the uh, the way the DC are doing it. Yeah, yeah, although there was some, some news earlier in the week um of what because of basically because of Batman v Superman dropping off well sixty nine percent in its second week yeah which is huge um, and because of the the critical response and a lot of the fan response because in fairness there are people that really enjoyed that film um, and there's a lot of people that didn't it's it's really kind of gone down the board yeah because it's not as positive overall as what Warner Brothers were, were looking for. Um, there's some news that they're looking to kind of reassess their output of films. So the, the, basically, they've been burned a few times and they're a little bit wary. And this was kind of a, a big burning. Um, it's already, it's, it's this week the figures have come out and it's already not, by this time of the game, it's not doing as well as Man of Steel did, which yeah. is, yeah. That's, a, that's embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, that, that's exactly one way to put it. Um, and, and now they're trying to reassess things and rather than take a chance on uh, on films they're looking more to do basically they've got burned by stuff like Jupiter Ascending bombed for them yeah. Pan bombed for him In the Heart of the Sea which that wasn't too bad I I, I got to review that it was it was alright um, but either way it was a big spectacle movie uh, and, it, and those films cost a lot of money to make and it didn't make anywhere near as much back as it should have been yeah um, and yeah, apparently Warner Brothers now are looking to to look about basically how they handle all their films going forward. And rather than taking a chance on these, basically giving directors and writers a bit more creative freedom, instead they're going to go, well, no, we're going to rely on the key things we think might work, like the Harry Potter spin-off stuff, the Fantastic Beasts yeah. thing, um, the Lego franchise that they've got the, the rights to, and their DC films. So they're kind of pulling a little bit back. Um, but the, the, the irony is, it, the it balls all kind in of up the DC it, stuff. Yeah, but mm, that, that's I thought that. But kind of the irony of all this is, um, you can pinpoint when a lot of things went wrong for Warner Brothers. I mean, they're still making money. That's that's not a thing. But it's just they're not. Whereas um, I know, for example, with the DC stuff, you look at Marvel Studios, Disney, the Avengers, Age of Ultron's making like 1.3, 1.4 billion dollars. Yeah, Superman's struggling to get to 800 million dollars. 800 million dollars is a lot of money, but you wouldn't turn it down, yeah. would you? No, exactly. But when you're in that game, it's yeah, you, you've underperformed a little bit. But um, yeah, a lot of it was when Alan Horn in 2011 was replaced as the I think he's the president of Warner Brothers, mm. and he left to go over to well, they got rid of him, and he left to go over to Marvel Studios and well for Disney, and he ended up overseeing over Marvel Studios films, which he did really, really well. So it's like a bit of an irony in that, like well, 
he got rid of this guy and he's gone over to to or to Disney and he's done all these comic book films really really well or he's overseen all these comic book films really really well or got the right guys in to work with it and instead you're here just giving everything to Zack Snyder and hoping something comes together that maybe makes sense yeah and they're trying to rush anyway, it like you say oh yeah yeah exactly but but that was that wasn't a new story well a little bit it was but yeah the new story is Affleck and he's he's gonna he's writing a film which he knew about a Batman film of Jeff Johns Jeff Johns from DC who is a, a modern day legend of the comic book realm especially when it comes to DC stuff so that, that's in good hands obviously Affleck's gonna star in it Affleck's gonna direct it um, it's yeah I, I'm, I'm cool with that I'm, I'm definitely cool with that yeah yeah I mean it's it... I'm more confident with that than I would be with uh, another sort of run through of, the, of what we've just seen. So yeah, well, when you look at Batman v Superman and, and you look at the the highs and the lows and the bits it got right and the bits it dropped a, dropped a bollock on, a lot of the highs were around Affleck. I, I thought, at first, I thought Gal Gadot was really good when she got to kick in as Diana for that that big fight sequence. Yeah. you know the one that was ruined in the whole trailers. Um, yeah, she was really good. Affleck was really good as Bruce Wayne. As Batman, he he, he did he did well, um, but he was hindered by the script uh, just a tad. Uh, <coughs> Martha, yeah, uh, mm. yeah. But as Bruce Wayne, he was awesome, and I I think that was he was he was the best part of the film. Um, yeah. But yeah, I've, I've got a lot of faith that going forward. But I, I think seeing as our, our new issue, which is on sale as of tomorrow, yeah, in, in a lot of uh, places, is, is this class of shilling now? Am I supposed to do this? No, or not? no, no, no. We're, we're quite <laughs> we're quite happy with that. Yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking um, as a, a, a hefty portion of this new magazine, this new brilliant shiny magazine, you should definitely, definitely, definitely. Absolutely, buy. I have a copy right in front of me. Which, if you, oh, if you could, if the webcam was on, you would be able to see it. So, but it's not, thankfully. So, I'll wait for it to arrive in, in my letterbox. Yes, in that cave, or I might have a cheeky nose in W. H. Smiths or Tesco's tomorrow. Exactly. About. Um, yeah, I, I was thinking because that's so much of this. This magazine is focused on the X Men. Yeah. How how would you rank the X Men movies from worst to best? Oh, no. there we go. That's a, that's a thing. That is a thing. Uh, see, I'm not a big fan of, of a lot of them nowadays. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I enjoyed the first one. I enjoyed the second one. Uh, Last Stand didn't really do it for me. Last Stand for me was it was a, it's a guilty pleasure, which means I know that it is shit, but I mm. kind of enjoy it because the the inner comic book geeks like, oh, that's so and so, and that's so and so, and because they throw basically just the everything against the wall and yeah. there was so many characters that appeared like oh shit look they got the Morlocks there's Angel all these characters that appear apart yeah, I from think, I mean, that's Jumano. why I didn't like it. oh no no yeah that, that, like I said I, I, yeah. it's, it's a guilty pleasure so I know it's not very good but it's I can watch it just so I can like point at people going oh there's, there's him there's her yeah nah. um, and they kind of did eventually get some payoff to the whole Jean Grey Logan thing yeah but but yeah, it's a massively, 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 massively flawed film. Yeah, uh, Days of Future Past wasn't really that keen on that to be honest either. So, mm. first class, first class, uh, it wasn't as good as as many people think it is to <gasps> me. To me, so really, yeah, yeah. Wow, we, we need to get Chris Hayes back on this. Get I know, Chris I know. <laughs> Bring him in. Bring him in. <laughs> we should should see if he's got Skype. <laughs> Conference call. <laughs> yeah, he was loving that, and I, 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 I really, really enjoyed First Class. I thought it was going to be a load of shit. Um, well, I went to the cinema to see it, and I was really surprised. Uh, I, I just thought it was really cool. It's very, it's very um, kitschy, very campy, mm. a very, a, a, but 
also very comic booky because of that, which that's what I picked up on. That's why I really liked it. it I mean, I did, it I did enjoy that part of it, yeah. So, but it just, uh, I think X Two is probably the, my favourite of the lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I really enjoyed that. That's, I, I'd say that's well at that point and for many years after that was like the pinnacle of superhero films. X Two, I think it was. That, yeah, it, it was. No matter what what might be said about Brian Singer, that was a very good film. Yeah, and we won't say anything about Brian Singer. No, nope. uh, no, nope. we get into nope. enough trouble nope. on that sort of thing anyway. Yeah, that's 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 nothing to do with me. That's you and the boss man. I'll, uh, uh, I I say nothing. I say nothing. I'm innocent. You're the one that just sits there in the studio rubbing your head, going, "No, not again." Yeah, <laughs> so... waiting, waiting for the court papers to come through. Yeah. Yeah, well, throw them in the pile. Um, random, random news, but I thought, while well, I've got you. Um, it's not news news. What do you think about the fact there's a new Hellraiser on the way? Oh, awful. Yeah, I'm, I'm not totally sold on... Well, I'm not sold in the slightest on that. Uh, the fact that they've, they've been doing sequels that are totally irrelevant and rubbish yep. is bad enough. Uh, I'm not a big fan of remaking sort of like... Then, To be honest, they're not classic films in the first place. They're not... Because they're not old enough to be classic. I know... I know the 80s a long time ago now but it's to me that's not classic it's halloween classic um that's borderline but to me like i say i remember that still being on tv for the first time and things like that and, and to halloween me, yeah that was uh about 1981 something like that yeah well that's exactly that was that was released in 78 yeah so uh, uh, yeah I, i'm just working out your uh your so chainsaw massacre is that classic then uh yeah probably but but when you look at classics i'm I thinking you know thinking universal and yeah you oh god yeah the, you, certainly the universals certainly the hammer first wave hammer yeah but uh yeah, seven is isn't old enough to be classic to me, but that's just I know I'm just sort of splitting airs sort of thing. Yeah, I, well, Jaws not classic. It has, so it has to be sixties. Well, and, yeah. has, and, it, and it probably has to have Christopher Lee in it. <laughs> well, you know, or, or <laughs> Bela Lugosi and Boris Karloff. So you know, it's it's it's, it's one of them things. It's like cult, and it's like uh, B movie. We had the big argument about yeah. B movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, most people just put B movie as like a, a low budget thing or a, that sort of like knockoff type thing, whereas it should be a second feature. Well, that's it. These days we don't get second features, so it's it's is is the is the B movie no longer a thing because you don't really. I don't know when was the last time you went to a show and then got a second feature. Exactly. Yeah, it's probably yeah. mid eighties. I think the last time I did one was when I was uh, believe it or not I went to university. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, when I was in uni years and years ago in Aberystwyth uh, on Halloween they did a showing of it was Alien versus Predator the first one. Oh, but the before classic. that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that was a load of shit. And um, before that they showed a uh, boogeyman. Which um, I guess technically, by definition, as it was the second feature, that 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 could be a B movie, but yeah, yeah. that was a really bad film. Uh, that's all right. That it's it's better than you think. Remember, so I, I, I've not been about to watch it, but I think that, I know it's definitely a, a second one. I've got a feeling there's a third one for some reason. Yeah, is that, is that right? Yeah. yeah, there's actually a remake uh, on its way of, of Boogeyman of of the Boogeyman. Yeah. With, uh, it, it's the original director doing it as well. Alright, okay. Uh, Uli Lomo. Yeah, but it's, it's not a bit... If, if there's been sequels to it, because um, with Funny Games, you got the remake there with the same guy, but you think... Is it you go back and remaking your own film after there's been a couple of sequels? It's... Yeah. It, it, it's very lame, but... Uh... <laughs> 
Mm. But obviously, he's not done anything else since. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, with, with Hellraiser, Hellraiser, I'm getting a bit cockney there. <laughs> with Hellraiser, um, no, with uh, with Hellraiser, um, jumping the shark a long time ago. Yeah. Say the all right, okay, not classic classics, but in terms of the modern classics, like your your Halloween, your Friday the Thirteenth, your, your Nightmare on Elm Streets and stuff. Mm. When do you reckon each of those franchises jumped the shark? When was enough enough? Because Hellraiser should have stopped a long time ago to me yeah uh, probably after two alright the second so what, Hellraiser ha- ha- Halloween Halloween and Halloween, Halloween. Two, that should be the end of it I, see I love Halloween 3 but yes. that's not part of the uh, the same story so that no. makes it I, better see, I- I, I love Halloween too. Um, I watched it pretty recently again, on a, and I put it on, and I forgot how um, how bad the transfer is. Cause it's, it's just the DVD. Yeah. I've got it on VHS, but I've got the DVD. I don't think it's available on Blu-ray yet. Halloween too. Uh, um, I've got the American Blu-ray, so. Oh, uh, I, but I, I don't do the important thing. I don't it's do region locked. So. Yeah, I, I should probably do that then. Um, but I, I really, I remember the, the first time I saw Halloween four, and I thought that was that. that I really enjoyed that film. Uh, Some the, of them uh, the are, are fun, but it doesn't mean they're, they're any good. So, but there's nothing no, wrong I, with that. I just remember being like amazed. I remember being absolutely blown over, huh, uh, uh, and by the film. <laughs> But uh, no, I, remember, <laughs> I remember being blown over by the end of Halloween Four when when you see the kid on the stairs in the outfit with the, the scissors, basically this, the, the mirror of the scene from the first, the very start of the Halloween yeah. franchise. Oh my God, Jamie's Jamie's Michael Myers. Oh shit! Or oh, oh, essentially Michael Myers. Yeah. Uh, I remember being amazed by that. And then you had Halloween Five, the Revenge of Michael Myers, which was Jamie being in mute because she was scared, so she couldn't speak, and that was a bit. Yeah, mm. I, I'd, I'd say five was. I say four was where I should have stopped that one. No. What about, what about uh, Freddy's? Oh, see that one. The first one is brilliant, yeah. and they've never really topped it. They've never even come close to it. Yeah, I, I think there's probably a fair argument to say that in hindsight that you, you maybe could have capped that just at one film. Yeah, but it, it was one of them things where it became a zeitgeist behind it, and yeah, 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 and Robert Englund needed to uh, to, to keep that going. Oh, too right. He's um, in, my, in the interviews that I've done. The person I've interviewed the most is Robert England, and he's like just an awesome guy, and he's just so willing and happy, obviously, to talk about Freddie. And he he's very open about basically that's what got him to the dance. Yeah. Uh, in terms of bigger scale, and whilst I'm whilst I'm happy that there were so many of those films made, and he got to make a living and make a very good living off it. I don't know. I, I still think there's an argument with Nightmare on Elm Street, if I properly think about it, where it, it could have just stopped it after one, really, because two was wasn't great. Um, Dream Warriors wasn't bad, in fairness, but I, I, I don't know. Then it just went off a cliff big time. Well, once they started bringing the humour in and things like that, a lot more. Oh, yeah. Because the first one was had a lot of humour in. He was still wisecracking and this, that, and the other. Yeah. But it was very sinister and it was very uh, nasty. I see it too, right? It's like it got to the point where um, by say four and five, even by three, maybe even by two, uh, you could argue that people seem to forget that this guy's a, a child molester. He, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that that all got lost. It's like, oh, isn't Freddie really cool? It's like, yeah, but he 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 likes to fuck up kids in all um, kinds of ways. That's not cool. Yeah. And, you know, there was the the toys that were actually brought out for kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which well, is I, a little bit whenever, odd. Yeah, whenever I think of Freddy, I always think of... Um, and I think it's something that is really missing these days, but I don't know if it's me being a, a bit of a, a youth for today, don't know what they've got. But I um, I remember as a kid, walking. Just I used to love going to VHS stores and to video shops. Yeah. 
Um, and there was one where I lived, and there I must have been about seven or eight, and I just remember there being a giant Freddy Krueger kind of cardboard cutout print in in the window, and it used to scare the shit out of me every time I walked past <laughs> it. It, it, used, it used to freak me out, and you'd go in, and you'd be, your mum or your dad, whatever it be, kind of, oh, choose, choose a video, what are we going to watch? And, uh, and while they were away, you kind of sneak off to the horror section, and there'd just be all these amazing artworks on these these videos oh yeah, yeah. films films you've never heard of films you, I, I, could, I wouldn't have heard of today um and it was just seemed like a really good time i think that's missed a little bit now in the terms of oh yeah there's, there's a film on itunes i'm going to download it i'm going to stream it onto my tv and we're going to watch it with some dominoes it's like no it, I, there's something a bit more i don't know, it I don't know. I think it's that sort of uh it's like browsing a bookshop yeah and, yeah. and you've seen all this lurid covers and things like that and and it's you don't know what you're going to get inside yeah, and, uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. With that, totally. I know every every time I um I come up and see you guys, and I'll talk to Mike, and me and Mike will end up nattering for a while about comics and stuff, the state of comics, and it, it'll pull out inadvertently at some point. It'll pull out his his iPod or whatever, or his, his iPad even, yeah. and it'll show me some comics, and I I can't do that. I can't. I can't read a comic or a graphic novel on a tablet or on a phone or, or even on a, on a on a PC, a laptop. No, nice. I, I have to. I have to have something tangible. I have to. I have to hold something and read it. At the moment, I'm reading a really, really good book um, for review purposes. I might. Have, I might have took a break for about two weeks. I was reading it when um, last time I saw you. Yeah, some Arrow book, and it's. I've probably got into it now. It's really good. But if that was an ebook, I'd. I just. I don't know. It, it, I like to have something in my hand. <laughs> And we hey, will, hey, <laughs> we won't go there. Yeah, add a book or a video or a DVD. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm a little bit older than you, so I do remember the the classic, and I will use that word that I didn't want to use. Age <laughs> of the the video nasty and things like that, and and going around the video shops and seeing these these really lurid covers, and and it was amazing. And thankfully now we can actually find all these films. A lot of them have been reissued, and you can get them over here now. So it's a it is that great thing of uh, you know you don't know what you're going to get just by the cover. So it's brilliant. Yeah, I, I, I remember being like one of my well my happy times because clearly I'm a very sad creature. But there was a time when I got old enough to um, to go to these video stores. Just I guess almost like the death knell of, of video stores as they were dying out. And it was all about DVDs. I don't think Blu-rays were really around. Now. It was just DVDs. But they always had. By that point, they, they still had the the I guess the bargain baskets yeah. with just basically videos because nobody's buying videos. No one's buying VHSs, and they'd be fifty p a pop. And you, a lot of it was still the a lot of the films had in terms of how they looked anyway on the posters, their cover art. There was a lot of things that mirrored um, the kind of classic kind of splatter gore. Or, or, or the whole video nasty thing. Yeah. And the films that you'd never heard of, and you just buy them and take them home. And at this point, it, it's probably about 2001, 2, 3, and it's like, oh shit, this is really good. I don't know what. And it, it was almost like, um, I guess, like a bit of a pick and mix or like a like a, a surprise present where you just took this thing home and you had no idea what you were going to get. Absolutely, but, yeah, yeah. A lot of time, a lot of time, granted, it'd be shit, but um, well, now and again, you get a few cherubs. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a big sort of sucker for that sort of. Um... I don't know. Some people will call it the so bad it's good type film, but oh, I, I no, like to no, see the, the no. good in a lot of things. But yeah, you know, no, I, I can enjoy I things on different levels. It doesn't have to be Citizen Kane to enjoy it. Well, I think one of the the main ones that stands out for me is when I was in when I was in university and I was picking up cheap videos, cheap VHSs. It was the first time I came across Frankenhooker, and I I adore that film. Yeah, I absolutely yeah. love that film to this day. It's where I'm sat right now. It's right in front of me. It's my favorite Blu-ray that I've got. 
not. Um, Frank and Lotter, genius. Yeah. Um, I, I love that film, but that was the first time I came across Frank and was just a like 50p quid, whatever it was, in a bargain bargain basket thing in a video shop that turned to a DVD shop. I was like, oh, this looks really cool. Look at the, look at the cover art of that, and it's yeah, it, I love that film. But then a lot of it was dross, but um, that you'd find there. But yeah, it's it, it's it was like these in amongst this shit. Now and again, you get a, a nugget of gold. Yeah, yeah, and I, I loved the the way, especially early in the VHS era, there was a a lot of repackaging of films that were probably not even released in this country originally from the yeah. 60s and, and the 70s, and they were made to be sort of like summit really big. I mean, a lot of the video nasties were were things from the early 70s, and and the the, the makeup effects do not hold up today, and people thought they were real. Yeah, it was just. Uh, but yeah, it was discovering these films and it, watching films as well back then and you didn't know what they were, you didn't know the uh, anything background for them and now we've got the, the wonderful internet and things like that. Yeah, you can uh, find out all about these things and, oh God, it was that film. Yeah, I, th- I think it kind, of, kind of, it kills a lot of it because you, I don't know, you, you find out all the, the backstories of all the actors in it, you find out the casting process, you, you find out they've changed directors six times so that immediately thinks, oh shit, this must be going down the pan. I, I, I don't know. As much as the internet is obviously an awesome tool and it helps us out loads, part of me kind of, I don't know, rejects a little bit of modern technology. I, li- I like to just, it, it's good to go in cold now and again to a film. Just go and see a film that you've not, you don't know anything about at all and just make your judgments up rather than having it tainted a little bit yeah, by, yeah. by knowing too much. Yeah, that's, that's something we, we, we miss. And same with music, you know, you'd, yeah, pick, you'd yeah. pick an album up because of the cover or something. James, we talking about James. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 the, it's actually Kiss that I bought the album for the cover for. And, and they ended up being absolutely oh, well, amazing. That's because so. Kiss had, had had album covers that were essentially like video nasties. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they were like comic books as well. So. Yeah. <laughs> right, I think we are we're, we're over eleven o'clock now, so I think we'll do a couple of more see. minutes and then and then we'll let people go to bed if we've not sent them to bed already. Hopefully not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because we're not sort of voices that can keep people awake. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, a quick one about the uh, the trailers then today. All right, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, Doctor Strange, what did you think? Um, it was, well, it, it was very, very good. It was kind of the, the way they, they did it, the, the way they positioned the trailer. It was kind of like the Marvel Cinematic Universe meets Inception with yeah. the, the rotating worlds and things. Um, and I agree. I, from follow on from what Mike said a bit earlier on, um, I um, I'm not a big Benedict Cumberbatch fan massively, and I didn't envisage him as as, as Stephen Strange as Doctor Strange and Master of the Magical Arts when when they, when they cast him. I didn't. I know. It, it, I can see why they did it because he's he roughly looks like him, I guess, from a distance. If you yeah. really want to push it, when I he's, 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 he's that kind of that um, big flavor of the month name. Um, but I, I wasn't really sold on it. But yeah, he, like Mike said, he, he really is him. He looks the part now. He, he I don't know, so it just it just seems to have clicked. And that trailer was awesome. The the 
the things they were doing. Um, the, well, the, the fact that Tilda Swinton is the ancient one with a bald head, that surprised yeah. me in a good way. Um, yeah, it, it looks really cool. And what I think is, is great about it is that what we've seen in the Marvel Cinematic Universe to date, the fact they started with Iron Man, then we had the Incredible Hulk, then we had Thor, then we had Captain America, then we had the Avengers. Eventually, you get to a point where, what can we do different? Oh, we've got Guardians of the Galaxy. What, what else can we do different? Here's Ant-Man. Mm. And now this is like the next stage of what else you can do different. Yeah. Um, and it's when you bring in Stephen Strange, Doctor Strange, you, you have a character that uh, it basically changes the rules a bit as to what you can do. Because he, he, he goes to all dimensions, he can con- control and manipulate whatever he wants, basically, essentially. Uh, so it's it's a character that opens up like a whole new raft of, of options and possibilities. And but that, that trailer, though, that trailer really, really, um, really sold me on it. Really sold me on it. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I've, I've, I've still got the nagging thing that this is going to be the first flop because not enough people know it. It's not going to be fun. Yeah like Ant-Man was but that's um, it we didn't know Ant-Man was going to be fun until we went into it but I suppose yeah. the trailer was, was still light hearted I think yes yeah, the trailer but, had a lot of gags in it and I think um, I don't know I, it's uh, I, I'm a, uh, I'm one of those long time cardboard geeks um, mm. Spider-Man Batman and the Punisher my, my guys growing up all the time but I, and I, I a lot of the time I always tend to, to lean towards Marvel as a kid yes I um, did. yeah mainly because I always want to see Batman a bit boring but either way my point is I always wanted these films to do really well but I was I, I like you saying there about you think this was gonna be this might be the first one to be a flop I thought they were all gonna be flops when they when it was first announced that oh it's, it's Iron Man yeah okay I, Iron Man until Civil War hadn't been relevant for 20 years nobody gave a shit about him and how, how are you gonna make that work and they really did Incredible Hulk again they tried with the Hulk before and failed so many times made that I, I really enjoyed the Incredible Hulk with Ed Norton I thought it was a great comic book movie yeah um, and then they brought Thor in who Thor really really haven't been relevant for god knows how many decades um the whole shakespearean act uh, and they got kenneth Branagh in which is a great that, that was a master stroke. stroke yeah exactly and, and that worked really well then captain america came along and you're thinking this oh yeah the iron man 2 before that but yeah captain america came along you're thinking how can you make this vanilla bland boring all-american good guy basically like superman is yeah. now how do you make him work and they ridiculous he I'll be honest right now well obviously Spider-Man's on the horizon so that's going to change but until now um, Captain America is my, my favourite character of the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe yeah. but in, in the comic books he's the character I probably least gave a fuck about um, yeah. <laughs> but, but my, my point is that they make all these characters work I thought Ant-Man I thought Ant-Man was going to go tits up that was brilliant Guardians of the Galaxy a, a group of characters that even people who read comics weren't really too fussed about mm. anybody you didn't read comics had no idea who they were um, and that was um, that was my, my film of the year I think in 2014 yeah. um, I absolutely adore it I love it to bits it's, it's, it, it's one of the, the, the best films Marvel put out so whilst the part of me still has reservations as in yeah Stephen Strange are people really going to care I, I think Marvel by now have totally earned our trust absolutely yeah I mean saying about Guardians of the Galaxy uh, the Suicide Squad trailer just reminded me so yes. much of that the way yes. they're trying to sell that um, I, I see I, I, the trailers look really good and I think the film will be really enjoyable a bit like Guardians but I don't think it'll be as good as Guardians no but it, to, to me I'm, I'm I don't know I'm a little bit Bias because I'm just getting the sting of shit. We're we're bringing this world together where we've got we've got Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman's getting her own film. Batman's now getting his own film. Superman will probably get another film. Aquaman's getting a film. The Flash is getting a film. The Green Lantern Corps is getting a film. 
um, Cyborg's getting a film. Every fuck is getting a film. And uh, Shazam is getting a film. Yeah. It's not even been mentioned yet. And so it's a case of, right, okay, um, Suicide Squad to me seems like a bit of a marketing campaign as in, well, if we do this film and we bring in like 15 villains, we've got all these characters we can mine from, really, if you want to go forward. Like, we can settle people as villains for other people. It just seems a, a bit of, I don't know, again, with Warner Brothers and her DC stuff, a little bit too much too soon. Yeah. It could work really well, and I think it will work work well but it just well this 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 new trailer certainly looks better than the last few yeah too right right. i mean and like i said the the use of the music rather than just having bohemian rhapsody all the way through like the other trailers have done they've mixed it up a bit got a bit of sweet in there just to try and get me on board i think um (laughs) yeah so it's um but it it still reeks of of trying to push the right buttons and and then we had the the stories of them re- doing reshoots and things like that so yeah well, the, well the, yeah they the, the reshoot story from last week was that uh, yeah doing reshoots to do more uh, more humor after man uh, after batman v superman was deemed a bit too dark um supposedly well david ayer this week came out and said that no it wasn't because it was too dark it was just because most films do reshoots which is fair enough because a lot yeah. of films do do reshoots but I, but we've, we've got two months and that's it yeah i i i, I don't know i'm not um i think it's Suicide Squad, I think it'll be enjoyable. I think it'll be good. I just, pardon me, I, I, I really, I'm not too keen on Will Smith, I'll be honest. Uh, and I'll so be honest, I'm the same. He does wind me up a little bit. Yeah, the fact that he's going to be front and centre is a dead shot. And dead shot in the comic books, he's always, he's like, he's like kind of like, not silent, but he's that like kind of, he's that badass persona. He just gets on the job. Might throw a little sarcastic line in here and there. But with Will Smith, it's all a bit, I know, ha ha, ha ha, the Fresh yeah. Prince type of thing. And you know, like, the mask isn't going to be on that often. No, exactly. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Judge Dredd with with fucking Sly Stallone. Yeah. yeah. Um. Are you are you um are you on board with the the Jared Leto Joker? Uh. The the, the written, using him sparingly in the trailers, ain't they? So it's uh. Yeah. And they're focusing on Harley Quinn a lot, which obviously yeah. she's going to be great in it, but that might sort of be a bit too much, I think, after well, a while. At first, with the comic book Suicide Squad, the Joker's never really a part of the Suicide Squad at all. Harley Quinn is a lot. She's she's kind of her dead shark even King Shark they're kind of key figures of, of throughout the time that Suicide Squad's like a revolving roster of characters um, and Harley Quinn and Deadshot are two of the key ones Joker doesn't really bother so I can see why they're focused on her in that way but then you're also thinking are they focused on her in that way because they're not really sure on the whole what they're doing with Joker I, I, I don't think the Joker did not need to be in this film at all no but they were just determined because everybody knows the Joker and they don't know any of these other characters it's yeah. uh it's an easy sell. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it just—it's kind of like a forced, a forced movie, I guess. To me, it's—it's a—it's a film that I don't think needed to happen. I'm glad. I'm kind of—I am glad it's happening. But it's yeah, it's—it's it's, a lot of it's being sold on the back of Jared Leto as a Joker. Um, and it's just no, there's there's more to these characters. But I, like you said, I guess it's a way of selling it to the masses to get them in to see these characters to introduce them to these characters. Mind you, there was a, a review I did today of a film called Justice League versus Teen Titans, an mm. animated film, and that was a film where it was as if they used the Justice League to introduce people to these characters they may not have seen in the Teen Titans, yeah, like a, a Blue Beetle, like a like a Beast Boy, and that it worked really well. Um, and hopefully, 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 Suicide Squad is the same, but. Again, they're, they're doing that thing they did with Batman v Superman where a lot of it's given away in the trailer. Yeah. The fact of... 
I know me and you, because we have to report this this shit and write about this shit, we, we know that Batman's going to be in, in Suicide Squad, but yeah. now they've got to the point where they, they're showing him in the trailer. Yeah. And it's like, you, you, you really? Come on. It's, it's, it's like, please, just see it. <laughs> yeah. Wait, how cool would it have been if, when we watched Batman v Superman, if we did not know Wonder Woman was in that film? Absolutely. If you hadn't that... seen the Is She With You bit, then that would have exactly. been a funny bit. Yeah. It, you know, not even this funny bit, just the fact that when she just turns up to block that shot from Doomsday yeah. when he's clearly going to kill Batman, that that would have been like, oh shit, that's Wonder Woman, and we'd have all geeked the fuck out. Um, I, I, I don't know. It's 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 one of those. I think I think Warner Brothers are losing their way a bit with this DC Cinematic World. Yeah, we shall but, see. Anyway, I think I think we need to call it a night. It's nearly nearly quarter past eleven. So. Yeah, past my bedtime. <laughs> I, I yeah, you'll, you'll be in the pub by half eleven. You'll be in Fab Cafe. Uh, don't tell them that. <laughs> but, or some other establishment. You'll be in the Weatherspoons. No, no that'll be shut by now. Oh, I mean, I think it might be shut. <laughs> All right, then. Right. I shall uh, speak to you soon, sir. Hopefully next week. Yeah, yeah always a pleasure. I'll hopefully be back to, to bore your listeners next weekend. As well. Yes, Next yes. weekend, next week even. Yes, and uh, and have a good day tomorrow and a nice night and, and get back working on that article and Excellent. website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's Tomorrow's going to be a, a whole, whole solid session of more X-Men stuff yes and, yeah. the, and the people are going to love it because that's a, yeah. it's an excellent first part in this issue that is out tomorrow if everybody yeah, goes to first uh, part, I, I agree with that because that's that's the bit where it, it was still making sense then then you get to the, the, the late 90s and the well the, the kind of 90s and the early 2000s where it got really confusing then it starts to make sense again after that and I, I'm at the confusing bit still where yeah, um, it's no yeah. wonder you're stumbling yes it's it's it's, it's painful it's uh, yeah the things you do for our people <laughs> our people yeah our, our wonderful readers yes love every one of them yes and with that I say good night to you sir good night fine sir yes and uh, I think we're we're on the music there you go so I'll see you next time and we will see you all next week and I'll be back on my own again but we'll have Mr Royce ringing in and Mr Pollard on the sky. So, see you next week.
been listening to Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m., exclusive to Fab Radio International. Starburst Radio, brought to you in association with Arrow Films.